Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and we're back again, right back there, we're right there on your shoulder. Right. We've got your back. We're like that scene in Ghost where you're trying to make some pottery, and we're just lightly there with you, holding your hands, just pressing and putting the right pressure, speeding up the the spinny table, just so you can make the perfect wet clay into something help, that you will then put in a hot mold. kiln. Mm. And it will come out, and that is where you will put, I don't know, the ashes of your enemies? That's what we're here for. We're here specifically for that reason. Yes, exactly. And while we're waiting for the kiln to heat up, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. While, uh, we're, while we're waiting for that pottery to get done, bend over. Let's bend get, over. Let's get this show we're going. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, is that why my clay is in the shape of a dildo? I think y'all need to stop. <laughs> hey, look, uh, we're just helping you mold what's in hey, your Hey, listen, heart. this is like a Ouija board, all right? We're all pushing like, together, all right? Like, well, this isn't one person doing it, all right? We're all pushing together. Quotes right. out of context. Yeah, yep. We're all pushing together, you know? Just going <laughs> to lean into the discomfort, you know? Just lean into the pu- Breathe into the push. Breathe into the push, gang. That's a so, wise person once said, breathe into the push. Yep. <laughs> and then... They wiped when they were done. So there you go. (laughs) Anyway, super excited. Uh, We got some fun stuff to talk about. I've got a bonus segment that I've uh, I've cooked up for Justin and I for tonight, which should be a lot of fun. Justin doesn't know what it is. He opened it and I told him to shut it. I just hovered. I hovered on it and it previewed, but it was too tiny to read. So don't worry about it. Good. Richie, what's going on from Mariel? Oh, Richie. I caught Richie's stream. Uh, he was playing Leisure Suit Larry tonight, and the funniest part was watching the first 15 minutes where they're trying to verify that they were adults and they could play the game. I'm not sure if you're familiar with how this game works. I've heard of it. But, but in, order, in order to make sure it's not kids playing the game, they offer no. you random trivia about pop culture, and you have to oh, answer shit. it correct. And if you don't, it doesn't let you play. Interesting. It is the most random shit. It's like, what's the fifth element from Captain America? <laughs> With the fifth element yeah. from Captain America? Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry, Captain Planet. Oh, I was <laughs> like, why, what? I don't know. I still vibranium. What else is there? Is it? Do they mean that? Is it the Soul Stone? I don't know. I mean, there's six. What are you talking about? Get it. There's that. It's like, which of these? Um, 
1990, which of these uh, organizations ceased to exist? It's like the Red Faction Army, the Green Beret Army. Like, it's just a whole bunch of random shit. I was like, what? There was some blues music, like, trivia. Oh, it's so funny. It was... It was amazing. I just sat there watching them, and, and they're trying to Google it, but not everything was Googleable. So it was very, very funny. <laughs> That's really that. funny. So, what anyway. is the conceit of Leisure Shoot Larry? You, I know I've heard. You help guide Larry to get laid. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And when I was in like sixth grade, someone had it, and it was like a real big deal. It was all pixelated, and the first thing you could do was try to go have sex with a hooker, and it was like a real big deal. To like be able to do Guys that. Guys, see pixelated boobs. It's like, yeah, I just want to see them. Oh yeah, they're totally having sex. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun, Richie. Good job. Keep it up. Future suit, Larry. Yes. Now I, I, all I needed to do was see the cover art. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It's a real special Wonder. game. So. Wonderful. So uh, before we get started here, uh, real quick housekeeping. Uh, you know, do all the stuff that you need to do to support us, like. And subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it's the cheapest way to support us. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, if you're listening to us on wherever you're listening to stuff, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, rate, review, give us those stars, give us those reviews. Uh, if you want to support us financially, we're very appreciative. You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast, or you can check out our merch at redbubble.com and just enter podcast all one word, and pick yourself up something nice. If you do join our Patreon, you get to be one of the cool people like Tom McIntyre, like Richie Armour, like Zenny, like Slotty Barfast, and like Almighty Crit, all of whom oh have contributed to the glorious cause of Podcast. And to that, we say thank you for supporting us. And if you would like your name to be read out with those cool people, just head over patreon.com slash my gap podcast, subscribe. And it's not an honor to be taken lightly. No, it's something I'm we take very seriously. We thank them yeah. for their contributions. We, we love it and we love you. All right. Housekeeping's done. Let's talk about, uh, Justin. How was your week? How was it? Was it good? I, week was good. I had a really good week and I was back in Chicago again. What the fuck? I don't I at this at this rate, I we probably shouldn't have left just because I feel like I've spent an equal amount of time in Chicago. Do you think, you know, you should let me know when you're in Chicago? Well, this is the you thing. Think you I get hurt have. doing something like that. Just showing up unannounced. I know? didn't have a lot of time. So this was a trip back. Beth for uh, Christmas. She got me tickets to an event, which I thought I don't know if I told you about this, but uh, the LARPing event. What's that? The LARP event that used that was across the street from yeah. your uh, from your apartment. I was very curious about it, and it, the ticket cost seven hundred and fifty eight dollars. Totally worth it. Yes, I got to participate in one battle, How'd and I was out immediately. <laughs> I was not practicing at all. I was. I had not practiced. Uh, knew about. I had months, months to train. Did not use them, uh, and it was wonderful. I had a great time. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I. Uh, she got me tickets for uh, to see Neil Gaiman in concert. Neil Gaiman. Yeah, so I got to I got to go listen to him talk. Oh, I've sweet. never seen an author in concert before, but yeah. Where was uh, it? It was at the Auditorium Theater oh, downtown cool. on uh, yeah. Congress and Wacker, and uh, sorry, not Wacker, Wabash. Um, but yeah, you the, leave uh, for a month, and the guy doesn't even fucking remember the streets. All the W's sound the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. W's definitely usually sound the same. Yep. 
Uh, so <laughs> regarding Leviosa, <laughs> Leviosa, water. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was really fucking cool, man. Um, I was I was very excited. So came in on Friday morning, uh, took the day off work, and then um, grabbed a hotel downtown, hung out a little bit, had a nice little dinner with myself, and then walked over and checked out the uh, the, the again. I don't know what to call it: concert performance. Intimate show? gathering show, sure. Basically, he uh, uh, he answered. He did a, op- opened up doing some Q and A. He had a big stack of paper. Apparently, the audience was able to submit questions. I missed this, so I didn't get a question in there. But um, yeah, so he went through and and did some uh, answered some questions, and that led to some anecdotes about his life and stuff that's happened to him. And then he did a reading from one of his works, and then. Q&A anecdote reading and he did like five rounds of that. So we got to hear like five passages from different works, um, a poem he wrote, uh, and then just a whole bunch of of stories about his life. And, and it was really cool. Apparently, like 30 years ago, Chicago was the first place he ever did a live reading. Huh. And so it's like I have a real special place in my heart for the city. And it was just, again, really cool. Could listen to the man speak for hours. That's He's awesome. got the best fucking voice it you've, you've heard interviews with him mm-hmm. yeah i mean he's got just like just a just above baritone uh you know british smooth very calm like yeah great voice uh great speaking voice and just a calm energy on stage you know like he just was just he kind of guided the audience through just a, a a wonderful night so um what was really cool i thought was being around true book nerds yeah I was excited to see him and I was familiar with uh, a, a, a decent amount of his work, but there were people there who were like fucking nerd. like how you and I are Marvel nerds. Mm-hmm. They were Neil Gaiman nerds. And nice. I was like, what? Like he would bring up, he brought up uh, some obscure short story from a, a, a giant collection of work. And like, there was like a handful of people who just like thought you were at a rock concert. They were wooing. Like, like they were so excited that he I've read those words. Up. And I'm like, man, these guys are it's and I was like, this is so cool. These guys are truly nerding. Like, this is a great night for these people. Um, awesome. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun. So I I've never heard an author uh, speak before. So uh, especially an author of that, you know, acclaim. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say uh, definitely interested in checking out some some books that I've never uh, like the ocean at the end of the lane. Have you ever heard of that? I've one? heard of that one. Yeah. Never heard of it, but based off the story he told about it, uh, I was like, "That's cool." I, he told where what the the genesis was for it, like mm-hmm. where did the idea come from. Love when an artist gets into that. Yeah, I think it's so interesting to. to I hear. love I love hearing how the sausage is made. Like I can yes, listen to comedians yeah. break that down, musicians, um, you know, just filmmakers, like everything yeah. about that. I'm like, tell me more. I want to I want to know how that stuff comes yeah. to be because i think it's absolutely fascinating how it, how that stuff works yeah it was it's like because it gives you a glimpse inside how their how their mind works you know mm-hmm. but he i mean the the seed of that story got planted when he was nine wow so like he's he's he carried that story around for years and really like let it you know germinate and really come to you know come to to life it was really cool so Amelia yeah. goes confirmed doug's like sausage i do uh um, that's accurate yeah, I uh, hopefully some of the stories I have in my brain will germinate and, uh, you know, we'll plant those flowers, you know. <laughs> and then you fuck the flower. 
Oh, Richie said we had a friend of the author of Hellraiser on a podcast recently who was also in the film. It was a fantastic insight. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. That's so cool. That is, yeah, that's got to be really fun. Oh, did we just create a clip that says, I like sausage? So that should be a good audio drop. <laughs> yeah. My name is Doug Cochran, and I like sausage. <laughs> clip it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought I, th I was like, oh, Doug's going to Doug's going to dig this. He'll find this cool. So I wanted to. That's really wanted cool, to man. With like, yeah. This is really cool. I'm not going to tell Doug about it while it's happening, but I'll tell him after I've come, you know, well, it was one of those things that I didn't realize until after I'm like, I swear I told Doug I was doing this. And then I was like, no, because he would have asked, like, how was mm -hmm. how was it? And I was like, I must not have said that. I'm like, fuck it. Then I'll, now I'll just save it for the podcast. Yeah, that's cool. So, that's yeah. all right. Uh, but yeah, I didn't have a lot of time. So Listen, man, no one's keeping track. I'm just saying. No one's keeping track here, Justin. There's no ledger. Uh -oh. As Doug pulls out a whiteboard with just there's, tick marks uh, on it. There's no. There's no. Uh, oh, don't write it down. He's writing it down. Oh, he engraved it. There's no. There's no problem here. We're good. We're good. In the desk. We're good. <laughs> I, just, I kept thinking of that scene from American Gangster where uh, Russell Crowe's character stops. Uh, Thanos and his corrupt guys. I forgot his name, so it's easier to just say Thanos. I think it makes more sense just to you know, go interchangeably with characters. What? I don't know if you if this is a real story now. I don't know where we are. Why? Yeah, but Thanos what? and his gang of corrupt cops, and he's like, "Hey guys, you know, you basically you're stealing marked money," and they're like, yeah. "He's like from fucking Jersey. What the fuck you doing in New York? What are you doing in my city unannounced? You think you get hurt doing something like that?" It's like, next time you want to come in here, even for a fucking Broadway show, you call ahead. And I'll make sure that it's okay that you come in here. You got that, you piece of shit? <laughs> it's like, wow. I'm sorry. That's intense. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. <clears throat> yeah. What'd you do over the weekend? What well, your weekend? For, here's, here's a do, 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 update. Um, currently beta. I don't have that either. I don't know, I Justin. Like I should have a news thing. Whatever, Justin. <laughs> hey, this just did. <laughs> It's an attention grabber, you know, it'll get you. Um, I am currently beta testing uh, the, uh, I don't want to call it a one shot anymore, the mini series um, that I'm designing <laughs> for, uh, that I've, yes. I built for you and Drew and Eric and Kaya and Slotty. So um, out fucking time. We had bug. our first episode, our first session last week. We're continuing on. It was great. It was a great first session. I had a lot of Good. fun. Uh, testing Have you got notes back on it yet? Uh, not yet, but uh, okay. I mean, I so far it was, it, was, notes or? it was pretty straightforward. I think so far, nothing too okay. out of the ordinary. So um, we'll be curious to see as we go along here uh, how things shape up. But I had a really yeah. good time. So <laughs> we already have a great theme. That's it's like improv. You find a game and you're playing with it. And Wolf's character, it was just you know, everyone's just going. Damn, that guy's cool. Like, man, he's so cool. Everything he was doing during this fight, he was just like leaning up against a tree. You know, he would just be like, pfft, like blowing guys up, and everyone just goes, "Oh, damn, he's cool." Like, he just kept saying, <laughs> "I love it." That's it was, fun. It was so much fun. It was, it was really, really cool. So anyway, uh, I got to test that out, which is great. Still working on it. It'll probably be, uh, you know, just, just you know, going through this. It'll take a couple of sessions. We're yeah. doing a two-hour chunk, so I'm like, oh yeah, this will take a little bit longer than I anticipated, but. Looking forward to ironing out some of the kinks with it and, and keep going. Outside of that, I had a fucking phenomenal weekend. Friday yeah. night, uh, we did our first uh, campfire. 
of the season. Nice. Perfect night for it. It was amazing. So much fun. Beautiful night. It cooled down enough so that having a fire wasn't an inferno, which was nice. Yep. Uh, made s'mores, hung out. It was a great time. Uh, then we, Saturday, we went to, there was this like, uh, party in the park at one of the parks near us. So we went to that for a little while, which was really cool. Um, and then Sunday we went to the zoo and had an absolute blast at the zoo. So that's always a good time. Like baller. I love that. Yeah. It's always so much fun just being able to go. And Natalie is so just into animals and just exploring every nook and cranny of that world so it's it's always really really enjoyable to be able to do you guys go to the brookfield zoo brookfield zoo baby yeah brookfield that's uh that's it was it's really really cool so we had a really good time with that i have not been to the brookfield zoo probably since grade school on a field trip yeah it's been years yeah i've uh i'm a member weird brag bro i know it is a weird brag but (laughs) When I was just uh, looking up how much it would cost just for the three of us to go yeah. and park, it was like eighty-two dollars, oh, and a membership's yeah. like a hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, we'll go more and than twice. Parking? Yes, game on. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I we will go more than twice throughout the year. Yeah. I think last year went four or five times. It's like it definitely paid for itself. So you know, <laughs> cool, fucking a. Yeah, Jared, 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 Jared says, do you pay for that zoo? Yes, Brookfield is, you have to pay for it. Lincoln Park is is free. I've actually never been to Lincoln Park Zoo. Lived in Chicago for 13 years, never went. It's a good zoo, I can say. I hear it's good, but Brookfield's good. Membership gets all three of us. It does, all three of us. So, plus parking. Jared's very invested in this this deal. Are you thinking about becoming a member, Jared? Yeah, man. Come on over. Yeah. Come on over and visit. By the way, I get I get guest passes too. I get like ten well, a year. There you go, Jared. So all you gotta do is drop a couple, you know, thousand dollars on plane tickets, get over here, and you can go to the zoo for free. You can stay at my house, so you got your <laughs> lodging covered. You'll get some good food. I'll smoke some yeah. some stuff for you. It'll be great. We'll have some good good stuff. It'll be great. It's good. Brilliant. Eat toy practical Doug does zoo membership. You're goddamn right. I'll be over soon. See you soon, pal. <laughs> So yeah, I had a phenomenal weekend. It was it was great. I'm just loving the weather right now. I just want to go yeah. outside. I want to do stuff. I want to be just. I want to be active, and it's been really super enjoyable. So, but outside of that, I've also uh, found myself revisiting. Uh, I go in these moods where I'm like, hey, I want to watch something. What do I want to watch? And I just get in these these modes where I want to watch stuff I've seen before. I just want to revisit. Are you talking movies or series or both? Both. Like I just, okay. I just something will my brain will be like, randomly be like, yeah, I haven't seen this in a while. I'm like, I haven't. And it's just sort of like inceptions myself. And I'll be like, hey, I haven't watched Donnie Darko in a while, you know? I, and then a few days later, I'm like, I'm ready to watch Donnie Darko. Like, I have to wait yeah. for the right time to be like, yes, now it's time. <laughs> you plant the seed mm-hmm. and then you let it grow. Yeah, yeah exactly. and I'm like, yes, now's the time to watch that. Yes. And uh, I was just looking for something. I love going through the streaming services and just being like, okay, what's available? What's on there? Like, what what makes sense? Uh, and I came across an old anime I haven't seen in a while called Sword Art Online. Um, Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. That sounds um, more like a, a class you would take at a public rec center. It does, right? Okay. <laughs> right? It's totally like a community, like it, in the right? park. Come yeah. to the park Saturday from 2 to 3. We're going to do sword art. 
Helen is taking you through Sword Art Online. If you're 65 or older, you get a you get a half off pass. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's no I, Max. You have to have a Surface <laughs> Pro or a Dell laptop. Macs are not allowed here. Absolutely not allowed not. here. You can't do Sword Art Online with a Mac. I love it. Um, so uh, I I fired it up. It's on Netflix currently, and uh, I I remember enjoying the premise for it, which is. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it the first arc of it, um, is essentially uh, this nerd and other nerds uh, join in this VR MMO RPG. Uh, so essentially like... It, it's too many letters. Right? You you put on this, this headset, it connects to your nervous system, and then you are like your consciousness is in the game. And you're okay. moving, you're running, you're doing all that sort of stuff, but it is still a game. But the idea is it's this new hot game that everyone's excited about and 10,000 people log in the first day they're getting ready to go and then all of a sudden players realize they can't log out and then it's quickly announced from the game designer that that's part of the game and that you're not allowed to log out that this is your life now like you have to in order to get out of the game you have to beat the game and this is a game that has a hundred levels you have to clear like a boss on every level to get all the way to the top and if you die in the game you die in real life. Mouse wasn't working. <laughs> you looked like you moved. I'm like, he's going to do it. And then we're like, yep. you're like, what do you want from me? I don't know. Man. No, hold on. Let me just do this. Cool. Now, right. hotkey. Hotkey, baby. We got hotkeys. Yep. We got hotkeys. E-toy. Like Ready Player Two. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, probably. I haven't heard it or read it, but it sounds like about right. Um, But uh, so... Kind of a fun, you know, uh, oh, God, you're hosting a movie. Wolf says, since Doug is watching Sword Art Online, soon I'll host a movie night for Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale in the Discord. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. But we'll talk more about it in a moment. But the conceit of it's interesting, right? Because now, because what will happen is if you die in the game, it sends a microwave burst through your brain and it kills you. Mm. And so That'll it's just that. People start freaking out, and but the 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 main you know character we're following is uh, Kirito, and he played the beta, so he already has advanced knowledge on some of the stuff, and he's gotten you know through some things. So he's like, "All right, I've got to go and got to do what I got to do." So the conceit of it's interesting because it takes place actually over two years. These people are stuck in this game. Wow. Spoiler alert for over two years. And how do they handle that? The idea of like what's real, what's not. Right. Um, you know, there's some people where you've got player killers in that universe because they don't necessarily believe that you actually die. So they actually enjoy it. Or they're like, this is great. I'm murdering people and oh, I can do the it. Show up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's other people that just hang out in like the beginning level because they're afraid to leave they're afraid yeah. to die um yeah it's 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 abs and then you have people that are considered like the front line the assault squad who are actually going they're clearing out everything they're forging ahead they're kind of like the heroes who are trying to get everyone out so they can win the game but i was watching it i was like cool 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 yeah 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 and as i'm watching it again i'm like huh this isn't as good as i remember it being <laughs> Because the first arc, in my opinion, is definitely the best arc. And every arc after that, it gets worse. Now, when you say arc, 
Are you yeah. talking seasons? They're not really seasons necessarily. OBS disconnected okay. again. So I'm just going to forge ahead here like it didn't happen. Don't like that. Now it's reconnected. So, all right. And we're back again. Sorry about that, gang. I'm not sure what's going on with OBS over here, but it's going to get a butt looking here pretty soon. But so... And, <laughs> It's not you, Wolf. It's me. All right. I don't know what's happening. Saying OBS is disconnecting. Don't know what that is or why it's doing it, but it's doing it. We're, but we're going to forge ahead here because you know why? Because just like Kirito in Sword Art Online, we've got to beat this game. All right. We got to save everybody in this game. All right. Well because if we die in the podcast, we die in real life. Damn it. Yep. It's that, a thing. It's a thing. So I say arcs because I thought they were seasons, but technically season one con contains two very separate story arcs, if that makes sense. So no. there's like, no, hey, I'm with no, you. No, it does, yes. I'm with you. I wish they would just do individual seasons that way. At least that's how I thought they were broken out, but apparently not. So um, it was, you know, again, the conceit is, is interesting, but as I'm watching it, I'm just, I'm listening. Like there's this like, beautiful dramatic music there's you know this intense imagery and it's like they're trying to you know you're trying to ascertain that the stakes are high but then they say really cringy dialogue that like nerdy dialogue that just breaks it just throws everything out the window yeah so i'll give you an example like i'm just gonna kind of make up something but they'll be like all right guys this boss is really difficult Make sure to watch his meters, and when he changes from green to orange, and then from orange to red, just know their attack patterns are going to change. You got it? All right, I got it. And they're fighting. They're like, yeah, uh, uh, doing anime stuff. Yeah. It's like it's, you have the internal dialogue, which I kind of hate in animes. It's just there's so much like a hearing internal thinking, and sometimes they do it too much. And like there'll be a slow motion part where he's like, oh, if I don't do this fast enough, and my HP drops to zero, then I'm dead for good, and that'll be it. And you're just like, ugh. It, just. it sound this dialogue sounds like it was written to explain to people like me who might be accidentally watching this, who might have clicked on it and gone, what is this? Like, we need to put all this uh, just explanation, you know, it's an exposition dump all throughout the whole thing and go, okay, cool. Now people are caught up. You have no idea how often that happens. Like, yeah, they over explain everything to the point where i'm like how much time have we spent we they, they literally do a shopping like a gear shopping like section of an episode <laughs> where they're breaking it down they're like well if you want agility stats you could go with this but strength will get you i'm like what are we doing why are we breaking this down like this is not pertinent to what's happening See, here let me ask you this do you think they did it <clears throat> to try to gain credibility with actual gamers to show like we speak the lingo we know wink wink nudge nudge well it's it definitely feels like a you know steve buscemi hey there kids kind of meme where yeah, like, yeah. as they're saying these things where they're like oh my gosh you know this is just my screen name but in irl you know my name is differently like they, they throw in those things that people wouldn't say it'd be one thing if you were typing it out but these people yeah. are communicating with their words to each other. I'm like, I don't feel like people say an IRL. It's like, no, people don't do that. Like, it's no. just, it's weird. And it's just, there's these weird diatribes and, and <clears throat> things like as they break down different aspects of the game and their plans. And it's just, it really 
Because I'm going to spoil this for anyone who has spoilers for this. So after the first arc, things are reconciled, all right? They get out of the game, all right? They beat the game. And then there are many more arcs after that where they're playing games, which, by the way, these are like 16, 17-year-olds, some of these characters. Yeah. And they decide to go back into virtual MMOs, which I think would scar you for life if you were in one. The same one? They go into different ones. There's different MMOs, okay. different games that they decide to play. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you could ever go back okay. into that, but they do. Um, and they still try to play as if there's the tension and the, there's the stakes that if you die, it's over. But that's totally not the case in these new games. Like you don't, if you die in the game, you don't die in real life. But this character plays these like... I'm going to risk it all. I'm going for it. It's like, dude, you can just respawn like when you're done, you know? Do you think this character, is this their way of like showing this character has PTSD? I don't know, man. But Is there a deeper psychological meaning to what we're watching here? I mean, they beat you over the head with, you know, what is real? What's reality? Because my consciousness is in here, but outside, I also feel. You know, it's like, what the when fuck? did this come out again? I think that it was originally released in 2012, and I think it's just been an ongoing series ever this since. This sounds like something that came out in 96. It does. It really like, does. It really does not sound like it's that cont- it's that recent. It's it's just tough because, again, I feel like the first arc is the strongest. It's, yeah. a, it's like the, the show Dexter, right? <clears throat> yeah. Dexter's great. The problem with Dexter is that in season two... Dexter's being hunted by the FBI, mm-hmm. right? And spoiler alert, there's eight seasons. He evades the FBI. Like, that se- season two is intense. Like, right. it's really like, holy shit, is he going to get caught? And he doesn't. After season two, I'm like, okay, what are the stakes now? Because the FBI, he was able to avoid them. Who's, what are we worried about? He's bigger than that, yeah. Right? So I'm like, I feel like they should have scaled up and ramped differently because I'm like, what are the stakes now? Like, I don't, right. I don't like maybe get it. spent two seasons on local law enforcement. Yeah. And then, right. then maybe now we've got someone like maybe like a district attorney's coming after him. Right. And then we've got like, yeah, like there, there are levels in between local cop and, or there's levels in between good Samaritan and FBI. Yeah. Like there's it's, a lot in between there. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm not really worried about him getting caught because yeah. whatever, you know, Wolf says Sword Art Online was originally a web novel written in 2001. That explains it. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. It makes sense. a lot of sense in, in, in that sort of regard. But um, you don't need to stick that close to the source material when you're making something like this. True. Like, if if the 2001 uh, uh, web novel was was that, like, we're going to talk internet lingo. Yeah. You have the liberty to update that if you're doing it that many years later. Yeah. Um, and like, so, so for me, part of the problem is like the stakes are gone because, yeah. oh no, he's doing this heroic act and where in my mind, I'm like, if he dies, who gives a shit? Like, right. and, and, and I don't know, maybe there's, these characters are just role players, right? Cause they're like, I'm not going to give up on you if I can help you. I'm like, yeah, it's just a game, man. Like, <laughs> listen, I do my best. To protect all the Discord folks, like when we're playing Overwatch, you know, I'm yeah. trying to do my best to heal them. But if they die, I'm like, sorry, dude. I don't go, no! Gunch! 
He's fallen. I will sacrifice myself. I will relent. I will never forgive us. And then I get headshot. And it's like, whatever. What are you going to do? You know, it's just, it's it's bizarre. It's absolutely yeah. bizarre. And I have a hard time being immersed in the story when I'm like, this is just crazy. Also, it gets some of the, it gets really gross with the relationships. Um, okay. It gets super rapey in, in, in the second arc where I'm like, Ooh, I don't, I don't like this at all i'm a fan of that no um and it's got some classic anime tropes of you know these characters you know are in scantily clad outfits and for whatever reason they like really like to showcase it in in like the shots sure are just like on butt cheeks and boobs and it's like listen i get that teenage boys (sighs) and young men young adult men or adult men who cares let's let's be honest adult men are watching this but do we have to really like it's to me, it's enough. If you want to dress them with cleavage and, and whatever, that's good. You don't have to actually have a part where the main character tumbles through like a character tumbles through and he's like, what is this? And he's squeezing her boobs. Like he doesn't know what he's, what he's grabbing. Right. It was like, what is this? Feel squishy. Hmm. And then she, and then it's like there's like four of those. It's called yeah. fan service, Doug. Fuck you, Slotty. <laughs> I'll tell you what kind of service it is. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's almost like they're just excited that their artists can draw semicircles. Yeah, it's it's just weird, and it's it's, it's um, just small and big. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. Um, so, but so that leads, you know, I want to I want to ask you a question after this, but before we do that, right. I want to kind of jump to our new segment. All right, so okay, so this is something new, Justin. I want you to open up that link. All right. Oh, I can click on it now. You can click on it now. Okay, because there's a big thing next to it that says "Don't click this, Justin." Yeah. So, all right. I put there. Okay. So, what I've done is, no. um, <laughs> I have pulled some dialogue from the show. I have two. two <laughs> Two pieces. I have two separate like pieces of script here, and uh, I want us to do a read of this. Mm-hmm. You are gonna play the lead character Kirito. I've I've highlighted your stuff in blue, so okay. you get to. So and the thing, the best part about this is you have no. I, I will give you very little context of yeah. this. I'll give you a little bit of direction. Okay. And then I just want you to just go for it. Okay. So you're playing Kirito. All right. So this guy. Okay. This guy is a quote unquote badass. Okay. Badass, all right. a, so I want you to have like super confidence. I want you to be just like cocky and I want you to, uh, you know, I want you to own it. All right. So you're, you, you are staring down the enemy. You are the ultimate confidence. You, you big dick swinging guy here. Okay. Are you ready? All right. So this comes from season one, episode four, the black swordsman. All right. Here we go. So I'm going to play read stage direction too. I'll, I'll read stage direction. Right. So I'll play all the characters except for <laughs> Kirito. All right. Are you ready? Stay, hold on. What is this? So is it Silica? S- Silica. Okay. Yeah. Silica and Rosalia. Rosalia. Yes. All right. Silica and Rosalia. All right. all right. This is great. Is something wrong? Whoever's hiding out there, come out now. A woman with a spear comes from behind a tree out of the road. Rosalia? 
If you saw through my hiding skills so easily, your detection skill must be really high, swordsman. Ooh, it looks like you were successful getting your hands on the Numa flower. Congratulations. Now hand it over before you get hurt. What? What, what are you talking about? No one's handing anything over, Rosalia. Not to you or the Orange Guild. Or should I say, Titan's Hand? You're their leader, right? But Rosalia's cursor is green. It's an easy trick. The green members find their victim. Then they lure... What the fuck is this? <laughs> then they lure them straight to the orange players for, this, for the ambush. That was one of your pals last night eavesdropping on us, wasn't it? Then the reason you were in that party with me and the others was to... How perceptive. I was observing their strength and watching them earn all that beautiful money. You were who I was excited about, and I was so sad when you left the party. But then, you told me you were getting a rare item. What I want to know is, if you knew about us, why did you bring her here? Are you dumb, or does she have you wrapped around her finger? Nope. You're wrong both times. See? <laughs> You're wrong both times. Nope. You're wrong both times. See? I've been looking all over for you, Rosalia. What are you talking about? Remember 10 days ago, you attacked a guild called the Silver Flags? The leader survived. Four didn't. Oh, the losers with no money. Their leader went back and forth from the warp point to the front lines, morning till night. And with tears in his eyes, he begged everyone he met to avenge his dead friends. But he didn't want you... He didn't want you kill. Duh. No, thank you for that. <laughs> but he, I'm like, I don't want to read anymore. This is bad. But he didn't want you killed. No, he wanted you. He wanted you to go to prison. Do you have any idea how he felt? Can't say I do. Only idiots take this seriously. So what if we kill someone here? There's no proof dying here means you're dead in IRL. Anyway, it's time you started worrying about yourselves. Several bandits reveal themselves from trees and bushes and approach with weapons. Kirito, there are too many of them. We should get out of here. No, it's okay. You'll be safe if you stay here. Keep the crystal handy till I say so. Okay? But, but, but... The bandits quickly surround Kirito. Kirito! Kirito, dressed in black, one-handed, no shield. Holy crap, it's the black swordsman. Rosalia, that guy, he's the beater who plays solo on the front lines. He's with the assault team. No way he is. Why would someone from the assault team be all the way down here? Go on, take him out and take everything he owns. Die! The bandits begin hacking and slashing at Kirito. I've got to save him. He won't last. The bandits continue attacking and step away panting. Kirito still stands. What the hell, you idiots? Kill him already! 410 seconds, give or take. That's about the total damage the seven of you can inflict on me. I'm level 78. You've got 14,500 HP. My battle healing skills auto-regenerate 600 points every 10 seconds. We could stand here all day, and you wouldn't get anywhere. That's not possible! Wanna bet? If your numbers are high enough, you're invincible. MMOs that use leveling systems are unfair that way. My client spent his entire fortune in this warp crystal. <laughs> My client spent his entire fortune in this warp crystal, and he'll get his money's worth. It's been 
it's been it's been set to the coordinates of his of the prison and i'm sending all of you bastards there well i'm green and if you hurt me you'll go orange and kiritu moves at blinding speed and presses his blade to rosalia's neck i'm a solo player got it i don't care if i have to play as orange for a couple of days Rosalia slowly drops her spear and surrenders. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh. oh, God, it's so hard keeping that together, man. Like, oh, my God, that is unbelievable. I'm sweating so hard. That was so much fun. So part of the joy of that was just hearing you utter these stupid lines like this, just yeah and these are stupid and you That's owned it. it you did such a good job when he was like 410 seconds give or take he like breaks down like the math yeah. and how the amount of damage per second it's, they do it's so unnecessarily specific it's so this is amazingly bad it's so I'm stupid sorry. it's so Woo! stupid Oh my God! I got. We got one more. It's a real quick one. So, uh, yeah. oh, so, this is a okay. Hold so on. yeah, you got it. You got you got a little bit of a monologue on this one, all right? So this one, a little bit all of direction. Right, what's my what's my motivation here? All right. So here's the thing. You're with the woman you love. All right. Uh, okay. And she's gonna ask you a question, and it's about a real, it's about a memory that makes you really sad. You, it's one of your big regrets. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. So this is from season one, episode ten. Crimson kill intent. All right, you'll have to you'll have to forgive me if I stumble through this <laughs> giant block of not at all. This ridiculously long uh, monologue. All right, <clears throat> I'm in a guild. I just want to isolate that that audio right there. <laughs> it's just Justin saying I'm in a guild. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have that on the soundboard. <laughs> Justin saying, I'm in a guild. <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I guess it's sort of my fault, isn't it? No. This is a good opportunity. As a solo player, I don't know if you saw the previous episode, but I'm a solo player. <laughs> I got as far as I could go. That makes me feel a little better. Hey, Kirito, why do you avoid guilds? And people, I, I hope you don't mind my asking. I mean, it's not because you're a beta tester or because you have unique skills, is it? You do care about people. It was a long time ago, about a year or so, up to now. It was the only guild I was in. It was small, including me. There were six of us in it. They called themselves the Moonlit Black Cats. <laughs> as, as players, they were good. But their levels were way lower than mine. I thought if I told them what my level was, they wouldn't have wanted me around. So I decided to keep my mouth shut about it. I joined up with them. I'd watch them messing around, having fun. I guess I wanted to be part of that too. And one day, I'm the reason the whole guild was wiped out. If I hadn't hidden the fact that I was a beater, I could have convinced them how dangerous the trap really was. I killed them. Sachi, all of them. <laughs> I should have put some stage direction. Asuna basically gets in close and says, I'm not going to die. Got that? I can't die because I have to protect you. <laughs> and what scene. is this show? <laughs> what is this show? 
Oh, oh my boy. god, what is this show? Oh Doug, my god. This I'm 100% okay with this being a regular segment <laughs> of the project. And to my earlier uh, thing that I said, I am absolutely going to make a theme song or an intro song for I'll figure something out. This is amazing. Oh, thank you for uh for uh, you know, indulging me on that. Uh oh, <laughs> Slotty already clipped this. Oh Justin's in the guild. God. That's amazing. Thank you, Slotty. <laughs> um so uh yeah so i'm gonna put this first of all so i wanted you to get a taste of how bad this was like just yeah no now imagine like really dramatic music and really just cinematic like camera movements and animation but they're saying this ridiculous dialogue (laughs) hold on hold on i'm sorry i just have to try one thing real quick (laughs) oh hold on Oh God, I'm sweating. That was so much oh, fun. Oh, where is it? Where's my hold on? Where's my HP? Oh God, it's the right. Hold on. Yeah. I've gotta have there's gotta be a good one in here. There's gotta yeah, be a good it's, one. Yeah, it's it's on uh I don't know what page Yeah, I yeah. I see it. Um <laughs> four hundred ten seconds, give or take. That's about the total damage the seven of you can inflict on me. I'm level seventy eight. I've got 14,500 HP. My battle healing skills auto-regenerate 600 points every 10 seconds. We could stand here all day and you wouldn't get anywhere. And see. I could do this all day. I could do this all day. (laughs) (laughs) You might as well just say that. Kiriko picks up the animantium, or the uh, vibranium shield. I'm telling you, man, this show is littered with shit like that, where you're like, oh, I, I'm connected, and then you say a bunch of dumb shit like that, and I'm like, and I'm out. I can't. I can't take this seriously. Like, I just can't. Unbelievable. I can't. Especially, like, I, I even stumbled on that line where she, where this you know character says IRL. I'm like, well, you yeah. wouldn't say that in that moment. Not at all. You There's wouldn't no say proof that, that they would die IRL. Moment. It's like, no one no. would say that. That's way more complicated <laughs> to say IRL in a sentence than to say in real life. Absolutely. Oh, my it's God. Absolutely bonkers. But so I'll put this to uh, our, okay. our fans and our audience. If you have an anime yes. scene out of context that you would like us to try and read, by all means, submit it. You just got to send it to us. Look us up on our social medias at MindGap Podcast or just join our Discord and say, yeah. hey, I've got something. I will challenge you to put it in a script format so we can at least read it. So yeah. that is the challenge. I actually had to take this off of a transcription site. And I built it out myself, so it will take. It may take a little bit of work, unless yeah. you can find the actual script itself. But uh, yeah, I, I I consider myself an an anime novice. So uh, if you guys have some batshit crazy stuff, which I know exists out there, and you want to send would, it our I way, I would say this too. Uh, please source it as well. Like give us the source, like Doug did. The name of the uh, the name of the show. The season number the episode number and kind of maybe whereabouts it is in that episode yeah just so we can verify it's uh you're not just making up fan uh you know little fan fiction uh, anime yeah which you know what if it's bad enough maybe we'll just read that speaking of there are hilarious when i was looking up for scripts uh yeah. there was um there is a completely like fabricated version of these scripts that exists. Did uh, an AI write it? 
No, uh, I think an, it sounds. You know what? It sounds like an AI wrote, like 2001 AI wrote this. It does sound it sound like it, doesn't it? It is so fucking funny. I want to see if I can find the <laughs> the F, the episode that I what was it? Sao abridged. Sao abridged episode eleven. <laughs> uh, That's this. So- is amazing. So basically, they take they make a parody yeah. of the episode based on it, um, and I'll I'll read some of the dialogue for you. Yeah. Look at you snoozing there like a little sexy baby. I hope you wake up soon so I can rock your cradle. Huh? Damn it, Commander! Freaking clam jammer! Kirito, get up! Just got a message from Heathcliff. It's time to go fight the boss or some shit. Kirito groans. All right, but uh. I think you're going to need to change my diaper. After all, I'm just a little sexy baby. You you heard that? I heard all of that. <laughs> Embarrassed. No! Cut to Kirito and Asuna on his shoulders walking by the lake. Kirito sighs. It's too bad we got to p- go back. I mean, aside from the fact that our daughter died in front of us thinking she was alone and unloved, this was actually a pretty great honeymoon. <laughs> I know, right? And the neighbors are so nice. A fisherman, a fisherman named Nishida sees the two of them. Why, hello there, kids. Beautiful weather we're having. It sure is, sir. Kirito, that man's not wearing pants. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just, I'm trying not to look at it directly. Oh, God, what's he doing with this? And honeymoon over. Asuna screams and surprises. Kirito runs away. Nishida says, no, don't go. It's not what it looks like. <sighs> oh, well, at least the fish are always here for me. There's a brief silence before we hear the sounds of furious masturbation into a hopefully dead fish. I'm so, so wait, did someone write this? Yes. Is this from the show? I'm confused. This is something that someone wrote. They just they call it SAO abridged, sort of online abridged, and they just write their own like summarized transcripts and like oh. scripts. And oh I just whew. Oh boy. Yeah. I saw that earlier today. I'm like, this isn't the script. I'm like, this is really funny. I got to that part where it's like... <laughs> I could go for some grouper. There's a brief silence before we hear the, the sounds of furious masturbation into a hopefully dead fish. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. This is uh, oh, this has man. been great. Oh. That's a... All right. Well, that's a thing. Whew. Thank you, uh, thank you for indulging me on that because that that was, was fun. I look at like, those who have been here for a while, uh, who who are familiar with myself and the podcast, know that I very much have no idea what I just read. I don't watch anime. I'm I'm one of the least knowledgeable people when it comes to anime. So that that was very special. That was very very special. Yeah. Um... It's 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 kind of joyous for me because a you're not into like that kind of like fantasy game anyway. So hearing yeah. people talk about HP and guilds, I mean, I know these things. These are I words just, that you've these are, heard, you know, and I've heard, and yeah, exactly. But it's it's just it's it brings me the utmost joy to hear you say these things and just be like, what the fuck am I saying? It'd be it'd be similar to me asking Jill to read this script yep. with me. She'd be like, what the fuck Absolutely. am I saying? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh god, that's fun. Speaking of what the fuck are they saying? Uh mm-hmm. apparently people are desperately clambering to get the air cut of Suicide Squad. 
And I'm just going to throw out there a big why. Just a big, giant, juicy why. Yeah, apparently David Ayer's original edit of 2016 Suicide Squad uh, deserves streaming salvation, says cast member Jay Hernandez. And not only because his fire-wielding meta, Chato Santana, a.k.a. El Diablo, survived that edit. But apparently... Um, a lot of people are, they want to see this cut because there's no, there's, it's like the worst kept secret that there was a lot of trouble. I don't know necessarily on the set, but basically there was, I think there air was butting heads with the studio yeah, on studio bastardized the movie and, and 100%. as you ever want to do from time to time. Exactly. Often. Cause the teaser we saw when it originally was released, like when they, they released the teaser at one of the, the comic cons, it was dark. It was sinister, and I was pumped for it. And yeah. then later on, we got supposedly it was like the notes were that oh, this is too dark. We need to make it fun. And then they brought in different people to edit it, and then we got whatever we got out of right. it, which was we got brutal. the nonsense we got. Yeah. So um, supposedly, um, David Ayer already got all the footage. That he needed, so like they, you know, in relation to Zack Snyder's cut, where they had to go and reshoot a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, David Ayer doesn't need to do that. So Ayer's like, it ain't gonna cost me thirty million dollars to put out the Ayer cut of this. Yeah, and so uh, several people, I think the cast, I know, um, uh, Thirty Seconds from Mars was saying that. Um, Jared Leto. There we go. Uh, you know, he obviously. Was oh, not, I didn't know if you weren't saying his name or you just couldn't think. I couldn't like, think of his name. Kind of, okay. I was like, whatever, you know. Uh, so Jared Leto obviously was famously disappointed in that movie because yeah. so much of his stuff was cut out. So he knows that there's a lot going on. Allegedly, there. they shot enough Joker stuff that they could have almost put together a full Joker film based on that. Is yeah. what Leto said, and he was in a total. I think it was seven minutes of that film yeah he was which, barely in it at all yeah and i look if i was him i'd be pissed too you know we could tell that this stuff just doesn't make sense you right know, like it's the, very disjointed it, like yeah. a lot of things just don't make sense so yeah. um i would be curious to see it because that movie is so bad that mm-hmm. i would love to act, i wouldn't mind seeing david ayer's you know uh, version of it but i don't need to see it like i'm not going to be like Get it out there. If you're like, if you told me tomorrow that it's up on HBO Max, I'd be like, all right, I'll check it out. I mean, I saw that movie once. This weekend? Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. But I'd also argue The Suicide Squad already exists and is a far superior film. Absolutely. And I highly doubt that Ayer's cut is going to match up to that. And you could probably argue this isn't a competition. So. Right. But I mean, I guess <clears throat> is. Is the intent from a filmmaker's perspective, I could see why he would want it out there. If if he feels like his film, the film that he was going to put out, is vastly different than what got put out. And he wants to save some face and say, look, you guys, like the, the general audience, uh, a lot of people shit on this film. Uh, we're all in agreement that this was not a good film. I'm sure that drove him up a fucking wall if that was not the film that he intended to put out. So I can see from that perspective where he's like, no, 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 I, I, I deserve to have my vision of this judged on its own fairly. You know, uh, it could be a giant pile of shit. It might be a good film, but to your point, 
at this point, why? Like it, even though it's not a competition, there's no way that it will not be compared to the Suicide Squad. It's always going to be compared. So he really better be confident that this is a good movie. <laughs> I'm with you. I I think that's a really good point in that I think from an artist perspective, you would want your best piece of art out there, right? If you're like, man, that doesn't represent what I did or, you know, I'm putting myself in his shoes. I'd be pretty fucking pissed if I spent all that effort, all that time making something and someone's like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do something different. And it's a giant pile of shit. You're like, well, that's not that's not what I made, you know, right. And if, if, if the mean, resources are there, you know, like everything, assets are there, it wouldn't take you much to do it. Like, just be look, like, can I please just make it, you know? 28 versions of Blade Runner, you know? So, like, why it, it stands to reason that, you know, a, a director's cut of a movie is not a uh, a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. So, it, they, they exist. It is just one of those, like, is are people clamoring for this? I don't think so. Like, the Snyder Cut was a big thing because mm-hmm. that was years in the making. Yeah. This, I feel like people have only been talking about this for a couple weeks maybe like i don't know it's been out there for a while i've heard people yeah. talk it over they're like hey there's a different cut of it out there you know yeah it'd be great I don't if know. we could see it but at the same time too that as far as i'm concerned that was pre the suicide squad yeah and once the suicide squad once the yep. suicide squad came out um i was like that movie doesn't exist as far as i'm yeah. concerned like I also does this open up precedent of every director for any movie that doesn't work going, nope, that wasn't my movie. And then getting to put a second round. Like, is this, does this, does that, is the Pandora's box on that open where everyone is now going to be putting out two versions of every movie, especially if the first one bombs? Well, I'll say this much. If there's a demand for it, it should be explored. At the very rele- at the very least, you know, like I won't argue with that. There yeah. is a huge demand to see the Snyder cut of Justice League, right? And th- again, that's fine. But like, you know, like is I, what uh, you know, Biodome? Is there a is there a director's cut of Biodome or Dude Where's My Car? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, uh, yeah Tommy Wiseau goes. Hold on one second. I I don't know why. <laughs> hold on, no one <laughs> a second. Hold on one second, you little whippersnapper. I have things for you. Uh, I have new version where it actually is is drama, not dark comedy. Like I originally said it would be. Right. Um, um, yeah, I, I, th- like, yeah. I think if there's a strong demand for it and there's an audience that's like really, really, really wants to see it, I think it should be explored. Outside of that, I mean, because I'd almost argue who cares at this point, like for, for Suicide Squad. Like, I mean... Yeah. I, Again, like because yeah. if the Suicide Squad didn't exist, I think this would be a different conversation. I fully agree with. But that. the Suicide Squad existing already, I'm like, I think I got what I needed out of that franchise already. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to see a quote unquote better version potentially of a previous version that I don't care about. You know? Yeah. I just need to see what uh, in the in the time since the Suicide Squad came out, writer director. Okay, here we go. So Machine Gun Kelly music video, he did, oh, he did Bright. Uh, was that that was that Netflix one, right? Yeah. Two series of the show Deputy, he did The Tax Collector, and he's got one that he's in pre-production on called The Beekeeper. Okay, so he hasn't done a ton. Oh, The Tax Collector was that Shia LaBeouf vehicle. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh. you know what? This makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get why he would want A little to, bit of digging. Can I, see why. I yeah. It's not... Uh, yeah, 
I mean, I'm sure in the industry, he probably feels like he got really shit on, right? Absolutely, yeah. Again, yeah. I, if, if it were me, I feel like I would probably be in the same in the same boat where I would be like, no, 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 this isn't my movie. I didn't not the movie I made. Yeah, because let's let's face it. He will regardless for better or worse, he'll get stuck with a moniker as like making a stinker. Yes. Of a movie absolutely. out of that, yeah. um, which is a which is a fucking shame. So I'd be curious to see. I'd actually be curious to read because he wrote it, too. I'd be curious to read the script and see how far how far away the script reading the shooting script and see how far away that script landed from where the actual movie is. It's always fun to see the differences, read that stuff and yeah. find the differences between that stuff. Because, um, I'm always surprised what, what you find. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember reading, I think the pilot episode of scrubs, like the script for that. And I found yeah. some differences in what, yeah. what the, the, the script was versus what the final version was. It was very interesting. That's very interesting. So it's it's always cool to again watching the sausage get made. You know, find out how it works. Well, Doug, that I mean that appeals to the practical nature of you. It sure does. You know? And when something appeals to practical Doug, you know, you just gotta you gotta ask him. You got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. 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 Spectacle Whoa. Yep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I play that noise because Practical Doug is like an inception inside of Big Doug. Because mm -hmm. Practical Doug, if it's your first time here, is a small Doug that lives inside Big Doug. And he guides Doug in all of life's practical decisions and decision making. Um, our audience likes to ask Practical Doug questions. You can too. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. You can join our Discord, follow us on social media, hashtag AskPracticalDoug, and you can get your practical question answered with a practical answer. Today's Ask Practical Doug, we are, I'll say this, we had a nice little uh, repository of a uh, nice little back backlog of, of Ask Practical Doug questions. We're burning through them. Uh, so I would like to uh, challenge uh, the people listening now and the people listening in the future Go ahead and submit some more practical Dugs. Uh, that'd be lovely for us, you know, lest we have to start making them up. Let's see if we can. Real quick, I have a quick one that was actually submitted today that was. Oh, okay. Out real quick. It comes from Slotty submitted a tweet from at K Buddy Artist. And the, the, the tweet was simple. It was, do you check your headphones for spiders? Hey, practical Doug. We have a, uh, a last-minute submission uh, asked by Slotty. Uh, it's, do you check your headphones for spiders? And if so, why not? Like, well, you know why you have to check for spiders. Yes. It's because... The lay eggs in your ear? They're, they're in there, man. Yep. They're do you check... Let me ask you this. Practical Doug, not just headphones. Do you check anything that you put on your person... For insects, for foreign objects. Um, <clears throat> based on... And should you? That's the practical question. I check... My house is... Um, especially as it gets warmer, the spiders start coming out of the woodwork. So there's definitely um, some things that around my home I, uh, I, I keep an eye on. So... Mm -hmm. um, but I'll be honest. Like I, I said in the Discord, I responded with Snape's always... Um, I don't because 
there's no way a spider would get into my headphones case. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. Nope. Nope. It's impossible that a spider would be able to get in there. Absolutely 100% impossible. They are shut 99.9% of the time. So Now, are they airtight? Yes. If okay. a spider got in there, that spider would not live. I'll tell you that much. It would not be if alive. If the spider got in there and it did crawl into my ear, that spider has earned the right to do what it wants to me. Right. Yep. I, I agree. Like, if you're... Based on where I have my headphones stored and how they function, there's no way. I am confident that a spider would not get in there. Absolutely confident. And then I don't okay. worry about that. Um, because also, if a spider were to fit in there, it'd have to be a real small spider, too. Like, this isn't, okay. you know, there's no tarantulas hanging out in that thing, you know. Now, a tarantula could, you know, I don't know grab it and put it in its lair i suppose it could grab the whole case your headphones i, I mean i imagine like if you're saying like a tarantula is, has you know stolen you're talking about your, the ones you're wearing right now no i'm talking about like the headphones that i wear like in my ears like that are earbuds that's what i'm thinking of. oh no no it's the man no spider's gonna get into your little teeny yeah earbuds. that's what i was like absolutely not this shit oh is that what we're talking about i the, these that's how i took it because yeah earbud or a little earbud like i don't no, no spiders can. Yeah, that's what I was like. Absolutely not. Yeah. That changes things now. Let's let's, 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 go, through, let's go through a different perspective. Um, yes. Let me look at these real quick. Yep. <laughs> because here's the thing. A little more concerned now. <laughs> but I'm going to start now because now I can't not see that. A little more concerned now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I've learned in Michigan is that uh, not being 14 floors up in the center of of the third largest city in the country uh outside of living there there's a lot of bugs yeah didn't realize that didn't realize that i i dealt with very minimal bugs 14 floors up downtown chicago uh out in michigan i am encountering all sorts of friends all sorts of friends um and now all i can think about is these friends hanging out my earphones i do check my shoes now legitimately because yes. I found a few of them centipedes, you know. Yeah. This is uh, this is definitely unsettling for me now because this is not what I was thinking of when I originally <laughs> read that this morning, and when I spouted it out, I wasn't thinking about what I'm using right now. I was just thinking about my my, you know, yeah, my 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 razor headphones, you know, like the yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't, but I probably will moving forward. Yep. And that's been practical Doug. <laughs> and that has been practical Doug. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Uh, Richie says, I worry about a huntsman spider in my pants. I have big balls. Tiny dick. Huntsman spiders are big, man. That's right. Yeah. They'll bite them balls. They will. Cha-cha. They won't even, they won't even think twice about it. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, yeah, no, yeah. These headphones seem like the perfect home for a spider. <laughs> they do. All right. I don't, I'm going to take these off for the rest of the, the yeah. episode. Yeah. My, uh, my ears are tingling and I don't know why. Yep. Oh! <gasps> Welcome to the Throwdown. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you ready? I would, you know what? I, uh, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Yes. All right. What are we doing? Here we go. All right. Good this week's Throwdown is Maestro Hulk versus Beta Ray Bill. Oh, there it is. 
You got this. Justin. All right. I didn't know Maestro Hulk was a thing. I didn't either. I gotta open this up. I was thinking as soon as you said you don't you don't like the thought of the spider thing, I was like, ah, oh, I should have queued up uh, Doug hates stuff. Doug hates stuff. Haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, right. cool. Um, so is Maestro Hulk the one that Wolverine rips through in Old Man? Wol Old Man. I Logan? think that's the one. Yeah. Okay. As far as I know. Uh, do you want to take Maestro and I'll take Beta Ray Bill? Yes. Give me just a second because I'm closing all of the pop-ups. All of the pop-ups. All of the pop-ups. All of the pop-ups popping on up. Boo. Boo. X on this one. Nope. That opened the ad. God damn it. I know. In there. They're nope. Sneaky. The ad. sneaky little b-holes. Close. Yeah. Beta Ray one. Bill is probably, um, I know they're pretty powerful and people tend to like him i think he's one of the dumbest looking characters out there i don't like how he looks at all yeah he's yeah. A, a weird dude uh but he wait so his his hammer is stormbreaker yeah it's, interesting it's weird i also hate his yeah. name ladies and gentlemen beta ray bill my heart mike oh wait yeah, yeah, I uh, not a fan, not a fan of his horse face. All right, know, right? so <laughs> Maestro like such Hulk. a meat horse face motherfucker, you know, and horse face beta ray Bill. Cool. So, um, so his tier it varies. Um, he's a high, he's a high six C up to a three C when sufficiently enraged. He he plays a high C. Uh, powers and abilities, superhuman physical characteristics. That's descriptive. Genius level intellect, regeneration. Uh, he took several years to recover after being reduced to powder. So, <laughs> immortality, types three and four, similar to diabetes. Uh, <laughs> longevity, uh, rage power, and transformation. Uh, attack potency, it varies, usually large island level. Up to galaxy level, he has beat his past self in a fight. <laughs> that's a that's a line. I'm going to smack you so hard. <laughs> I'm going to send you back so you can beat your past self. Uh, he's got stellar lifting strength. Um, striking strength. Again, galactic durability, large island up to galaxy level. He's withstood hits from his enraged past self. He seems to have a thing with his past self. Yeah. I feel like I need to read the character bio to see why he's beefing with young Hulk. Uh, extremely high stamina as long as he remains angry and horny. Rage, extended melee range due to his size. His thunderclaps can reach up to kilometers in every direction. By attacking the ground, he can reach a potential planetary range. Ooh. Uh, he's got no equipment except his guns. Uh, extraordinary genius intelligence. He has the same intelligence as, again, his past self. Uh, weakness none to speak of um god damn it hold on <laughs> i've got spoiler pop-ups now for dr strange oh no um i didn't know that was a thing let's see uh i just love this uh thunderclaps are code word for his ass cheeks says slotty i feel like thunderclap is just that's the kind of std he has like, right He's got That's what you get clap. when you get to a superhero, because superheroes have super level 
STDs, you know? Yeah, you do not want crabs from him. You could no. make a meal on those things. Yeah, um, no real weaknesses that I'm seeing on here. Oh, here we go. Yeah, none notable. Unlike his past self, he can control when he turns back into a human. So this guy's really OP'd. Like, he's... Uh, yeah. it, I feel like this is like peak Hulk. Yeah. And Approximately 100 years into the future, nuclear war has killed off all of Earth's superhumans, taking the world to the brink of extinction. A future version of the Hulk called Maestro has seized control, driven insane by nuclear radiation he has absorbed and the bitterness he feels towards the world as a continued treatment. He has the intelligence of Banner and the absorbed radiation has significantly enhanced his strength. So he's got old man strength, radiation strength, genius intellect, and uh, he is a extinction survivor. So there you go. And he's insane. What does Beta Ray Bill have, Doug? Well, first of all, Beta Ray Bill... Uh was initially intended to be a surprise as an apparent monster who unexpectedly proves to be a great hero, but he became the first being outside of the Marvel Universe's Norse pantheon to be deemed worthy enough to wield Thor's hammer. Interesting. After initial rivalry for possession of the weapon, the alien warrior was granted a war hammer of his own called Stormbreaker, and the two reconciled as staunch allies. All right. Uh, so he's got uh, just a long list of powers and abilities, one of which is blessed. So hashtag blessed for, uh, you know, Beta Ray Bill. A lot of shit. Uh, he's got similar attack potency. Um, oh, my God. As a side effect of their battle with Stardust, they shook the universe by darkening the stars and knocking the planets out of their orbits. Icon stated that he was on the same level as Quasar, Gladiator, and the Silver Surfer without restriction. I don't know who most of those are. I know who the Silver Surfer is, though. Yeah. Massively faster than Daddy light speed. Russell Crow. He's coming back. Yeah. Um, super right. Uh, lifting strength class Y equal to Thor. Lifted the entirety of Asgard. Jesus Christ. That's big. Uh, striking strength large iron class or solar system class at peak. Galaxy level for durability. He survived explosions generated by the destruction of Stormbreaker. Blah, blah, blah. He's extremely high stamina. He can fight for months on end without tiring. Wow. Uh, his range is interplanetary. Uh, <clears throat> standard equipment, Stormbreaker, blah, 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 blah. Intelligence. Knowledge of many alien races and cultures. Knowledge of the Asgardian gods in their realm. Very effective and experienced warrior. Is capable of operating, creating machinery that can destroy planets. Okay. Weaknesses. Releasing his limiters lowers his lifespan. I don't know what that means. But... Uh, Yes. Uh, is limiters uh, like what's on his? Uh, it looks like the 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 dials on his chest plate. <laughs> I don't like know. Maybe that's maybe I don't know. Beats me. Um, his feats. He has ties and wins over Thor, Silver Surfer, and Stardust. Um, limiter release releases the limiters on his cyborg power core, temporarily increasing his speed, strength, and durability to incredible levels. In this form, he is also covered in a sheath of energy and can fire energy blasts without using Stormbreaker. However, doing this shortens his lifespan. There we go. Mm, okay. Um. So this is interesting because, like, strength versus strength, I think these two are pretty equally matched. Like, I think there's there's yep. not a lot that's giving one or the other an edge. Mm -hmm. Um. And you've also got Maestro, who is extraordinary genius. He has the same intelligence as his past self. Uh, he's also able to control when he turns back into a human, so I think that's interesting. Um, I feel like 
while strength is relatively evenly matched, I think the fact that he has ties and wins over the Silver Surfer is, I think, considerable. I would agree with that very much. Yeah that that seems uh, that seem that seems like it should not be ignored. I also think that um, his capability of operating and creating machinery that can destroy planets. Now, granted, if these two just meet up, he's not going to be like, I'll be back in a month, you know, and right. just come up with a, a super bomb. So I think maybe that should be tossed out because that's not going to be the case. That's not going to happen. So um, I don't know. I think this is tough, but I think you got Hulk that is, I don't know. There's just, I think there's just like a mysticism around um, Beta Ray Bill that gives him a slight edge in this. Yeah, see, my initial reaction was I was going to go with Hulk because, as we know, Hulk has near... Uh, Richie Armour says, kill them both. <laughs> you know what? Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, there's there's that, you know, when it, he's got n- nearly or presumed unlimited strength uh, based off of how angry he gets. So if he keeps getting angrier and angrier, I mean, this guy's, you know... He can he can shake a, pl- a beta ray bill. Blah, 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 blah. Wow, beta ray bill can uh, you know destroy planets. Hulk can if he hits the ground, he can shake an entire planet. I would yeah pretty much assume that destroys the planet. So yeah. it seems like they're pretty evenly matched, but at the same time, I do agree there's some innate because he's got cosmic ties and he's he's got Stormbreaker, which we've seen. Thor put Hulk down yeah. with Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. You know, Hulk wasn't able to lift it. Uh, you know, Thor hit him with it, dropped it on him. He wasn't able to get up. So I feel like uh, I feel like if Stormbreaker has the same kind of uh, um, you know uh, elemental properties as Mjolnir, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I got to give it to. Uh, I feel like I got to give it to Beta Ray. And it, be, I, uh... I think, look, they are gonna fuck each other up big time whatever world they're on is not going to be good when the fight's done there's going to be some collateral damage yeah (laughs) yeah that's i'd uh, I'd also say if beta ray bill can get in early before maestro can build up enough rage maybe he knocks him out or something like that you know disables him i think that's his edge but if the, the longer the fight goes on the greater the chance that maestro pulls it out but i think beta ray bill will have the advantage here and i think ultimately he'll come out on top yeah, I'm just kind of looking through some of the the powers and abilities here, and like, again, I, what is the Nova Force? I feel like that's big. <laughs> it takes me to Imager, Imager, which is which is great. That's what you want, uh, and it's just a it's just a panel from the comics, so that does me no good. Yikes. Yeah, I got he. Oh, and look, powers and ability. One of the second one in there, blessed. Yeah, right. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag so blessed. I got to give it better right now for the win. Gotta do it. You got to do it. Yes. All right. Great stuff. Justin, what do you recommend this week? (coughs) Excuse me. So um, there is a stand-up comic named Sam uh, Morell, M-O-R-R-I-L. Yes. Very funny individual. Uh, He, I I found out about him on Instagram um, and I've been kind of watching some of his stuff. But he uh, did a documentary, and I'm just – documentary. It's on YouTube for free. It's called Full Capacity. 
I watched it uh, the other night and he went around and documented. So again, stand-up comedian, been doing it about 20 years or so. He went around New York as it was reopening from the pandemic. Comedy Cellar, uh, Laugh Factory, a whole bunch of different places like like comedy clubs around New York and documented the reopening and stand up coming back to New York. And he's got people like David Tell, um, uh, uh, Colin, uh, Colin Quinn, Colin Quinn, a whole bunch of like some people that, you know, Ray Romano, and then some other smaller comics that you might not know, which is cool because you get to see just how they all interact, how they're all very much the same. His interaction with Colin Quinn and Ray Romano is no different than his interaction with some dude you've never heard of or some, yeah. uh, some female comic you've never heard of. They're all just, when they're together, it is one community and your celebrity means fuck all. Yeah. And I, it was so cool to see even Ray Romano talking to him going like, I'm terrified. He goes, I can't tell you the last time I was nervous. I'm terrified to go back up here. I haven't been up on a stage in three years. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is, this is nerve wracking for me, you know? And, you, you hear all of them talking about how what it was like to bomb. Like he's interviewing people that just got off stage when they were uh, 33% capacity in New York. The comics were inside like a plexiglass fish tank and all the other audience members were inside their own bubbles. And they're like, how do you do comedy like that? He goes, it, it doesn't work. Like yeah. and just listening to them break it down about why it doesn't work and the energy of the room and how they feed on each other. Like, it's just really, really cool to see from a, a really raw, and it's not like an overly produced documentary. Yeah. So it's cool to see from a very raw, real uh, standpoint, what it looked like for the comedy scene to reopen in New York. So I would really cool. strongly recommend checking that out again. It's called, uh, I, or it's called full capacity. And it's again free on YouTube, so go check it out. That's awesome! What a great suggestion. I I love hearing about that stuff. Yeah. Um, what do you got for me? I'm going to recommend a podcast that I, I've recommended before. Um, Is uh, it Sword Art Online? It's not Sword Art Online. Okay. You know, read by us. It's um, the Real Dictators podcast. Uh, it's a phenomenal podcast that breaks down some of the. I don't know if you want to say the word greatest dictators uh, in our past, but the most notorious. The most ones. successful. Um, they've do, they're doing uh, Hitler in, in many parts because there's so much to go through with Hitler, but a lot of them will sometimes get six, seven episodes as they take you through people like Joseph Stalin. Uh, um, the most recent one that they've, they've done a couple of quick ones on uh, Genghis Khan and then also uh, Julius Caesar. And... Mm. It's phenomenally researched. It's very um, engaging, um, and I highly, highly recommend it. It's it's so entertaining to put it on, and just you feel like you're learning something, and it doesn't feel like dry and boring. Cool. And I love. I find trying to understand a how someone could get to that level of power, why they will want to get to that level of power, and why what they do what they do when they get there. It's yeah. like oh, there's a similar formula between you know yes i said it's like as you say genghis khan it's actually pronounced genghis khan that's how you pronounce his name fuck really God. yes we've been saying it wrong for years because our language sucks yes like genghis khan if he was a party name of wood, a game of wooden brick blocks you got it that's it genghis khan that's how his name is pronounced but i highly recommend it it's it's really well done they've been going for three seasons now 
uh, the real dictators. You said it's interesting to see how there is similarities between the rises in power. That's really interesting. There's the psychology there that exists in huh. a lot of these folks that you're like, I'm seeing a pattern in a lot of them. And some of them are just like these third world countries where someone just got power and no one was going to take it away from them. You know, they just got yeah. there and they're like, I'm here and I'm going to do bizarre shit like rename all the months, you know, and, you know, whatever, or outlaw dogs and beards yeah. and whatever. Like just, there's the batshit crazy stuff. But then also when you see stuff like, how did, how did Hitler come to power? And you're just learning about that or Stalin or, you know, some of these other folks, you're like, oh, wow, this is in this a bunch that I'd never heard of. So I'm like, oh, tell me more. Um, it's, it's Genghis Khan. Yeah, Genghis Khan. It's fascinating to just hear them break that stuff down. So that's cool. Highly recommend it. Nice. Nice. All right, gang. Thanks so much for listening. Please check us out on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, please check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash MindGap Podcast. If you want to see us live, we record the podcast on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central on our YouTube page. We, I also host a video game live stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. So come hang out for us then. And don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, all the places you can find and consume quality podcasts. You will find us there and you can consume us there. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, all those good things. Uh, they mean a lot to us. And then keep an eye on all of Two East Eighth's social media and feel free to check out twoeastaith.com. If you're looking for, uh, you know, uh, more Justin Reed's, uh, <laughs> Justin Reed's hentai scripts, you'll find that right there. Yeah. Ryder, if you've got anime that you want yeah. us to do a, uh, like a quick read of, of a scene, submit it to us, Fi <laughs> reach out to us on our, on our socials and join our discord. Link is in the yeah. description. Check that out. I would love to do more of those segments. So, yeah. But with that being said, uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas. Thank you. Chat. Thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week, y'all. Mind Gap Podcast.